Hello, and welcome to the University of Minnesota Swine Extension podcast series. Today's podcast is a research update. My name is Sarah Sheik, and I'm a swine extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Joining me today is Julia Holen, who is a graduate student in the Department of Animal Science at the University of Minnesota. To get us started today, Julia, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, including who you're working with? Absolutely. Thank you, Sarah, for having me here today. As you mentioned, my name is Julia Holen. I grew up near Fergus Falls, Minnesota, on a small hobby farm where my family raised pigs, beef cattle, and egg production hens. I obtained both my bachelor's and master's degrees in animal science at the University of Minnesota. I actually just completed my master's degree earlier in May with an emphasis on swine nutrition with Dr. Lee Johnston. I'm now continuing on to pursue a PhD in swine nutrition at Kansas State University. Congratulations on recently completing your master's and also good luck to you as you move on to your PhD program. Thank you. What research topic will you be sharing with us today? Today I'll be discussing a project within my master's thesis where we investigated the effects of supplementing sow diets with zinc in late gestation on pre-weaning mortality and lifetime performance of pigs. Before we get too far with you sharing exactly what you did on your research, I know it's important to note that research cannot happen without funding. So can you share how is your research funded? This trial was funded by the National Pork Board. I'd also like to acknowledge Schwartz Farms, though, for their cooperation and allowing us to utilize one of their commercial sow facilities to conduct this research. Great, thank you. Can you give a brief introduction to your research study, explaining why it was a valuable project to do? Sure. So pre-weaning mortality of pigs can stem from a number of environmental, nutritional, and management factors. But the primary causes of death include low viability, trauma from crushing, starvation, or disease. It's not uncommon for many commercial swine farms to experience pre-weaning mortality rates between 12 and even 25%. We know that birth weight of piglets strongly influences their lifetime growth performance and eventual carcass characteristics of market pigs. When pigs are born at a body weight less than one kilogram or less than 2.2 pounds, that pig's risk for mortality significantly increases. And even if these pigs do survive, they commonly have poor lifetime growth performance compared to pigs with normal birth weights. An effective strategy to improve pre-weaning survival and better prepare the pig for life outside of the sow's uterus may be useful even prior to farrowing. Some researchers have investigated varying levels of dietary energy or amino acids to improve piglet birth weights, and overall survival of small pigs, but some of these results were not consistent. However, increasing dietary zinc supplementation in late gestation may be a useful strategy. Elevated levels of dietary zinc can reduce the incidence of stillborn pigs and improve litter birth weights. In 2014, researchers conducted a trial with a limited number of gilts and found that increased supplemental zinc in late gestation improves survival of low birth weight pigs. But this strategy has never been investigated under large scale commercial conditions. So based off of that background information of what you did know prior to this research, what were the objectives of your study? 
The main objective of this experiment was to determine pre-weaning survival of pigs and evaluate lifetime performance of pigs weighing less than one kilogram or less than 2.2 pounds at birth from sows fed increasing levels of zinc in the last 45 days of gestation. So with that as your objectives, how did you go about completing this study? This trial was conducted at a Schwartz Farms commercial sow facility in Comfrey, Minnesota. Three weeks of production incorporating 339 sows were assigned based on parity to one of three treatments around day 75 of gestation and continue, continued consuming their assigned treatment until farrowing. Treatments included a control where sows were fed a corn and soybean meal based diet containing 125 parts per million of supplemental zinc. The second treatment was the intermediate zinc treatment where sows consumed the same diet as the control, but received 45 grams of a zinc top dress daily, to total a dietary zinc concentration of 365 parts per million of supplemental zinc. The third treatment represented the high zinc diet, where sows consumed the same diets again as the controls, but received 90 grams of a zinc top dress daily, to total 595 parts per million of supplemental zinc. Body condition scores and cases of lameness were recorded when sows were placed on trial, one day prior to farrowing, and again at weaning. Farrowing performance of all sows was also recorded. Within 12 hours of farrowing, all piglets were individually weighed and ear tagged. Again at weaning, all piglets were individually weighed. All instances of mortality were recorded, along with the suspected cause of death and the body weight of the pigs at death. At weaning, a subsample of about 15 litters per treatment were selected to follow for post-weaning growth performance. 50 low birth weight pigs were selected within each treatment and 100 others were randomly selected to total about 150 pigs per treatment. All instances of mortality were recorded throughout the growing and finishing phases. And prior to market, all pigs were individually tattooed and then harvested at JBS Pork in Worthington, Minnesota. Their individual pig hot carcass weight, back fat depth, and loin muscle depth were recorded. This data then allowed us to calculate percent carcass lean, fat-free lean percentage, and total lean gain. Thank you for describing what you did and the different data that you collected. So based off of all of the data points that you collected, what were the results of your study? Initial body condition scores were lower for the control sows, but were then similar across treatments prior to farrowing and again at weaning. Any cases of sow lameness were actually rarely observed and were not different among treatments at any point of the trial. There were no differences among treatments within farrowing performance of sows, which included total pigs born, pigs born alive, and pigs weaned per litter. All treatments averaged at least 13 pigs born alive per litter and weaned just more than 10 pigs per litter. There also were no differences in the number of stillborn or mummified pigs from sows among treatments. In this trial, we were specifically interested in survival of low birth weight or small pigs. We first were interested in the number of small pigs born within each treatment. Sows consuming the intermediate zinc treatment actually produce less small pigs compared to the control and high zinc treatment. 
Numerically, there is about a 70 pig difference. Overall, not only were sows consuming intermediate zinc producing less small pigs, but piglets were significantly heavier at birth than the control treatment pigs. All pigs were weaned around 18 days of age. And despite the initial advantage of birth weight for pigs from the intermediate zinc sows, daily gain throughout lactation was not different and there were no differences in piglet body weights at weaning across treatments. As we look into pre-weaning mortality of piglets, we observed a significant reduction in mortality of piglets from 15% to 12.2% as dietary zinc intake increased in late gestation. A bit more surprising, mortality of low birth weight pigs specifically was reduced from 38% for the control pigs to 28% per piglets from sows fed high zinc. Of the 450 piglets that were followed for post-weaning performance, there were no differences in mortality across treatment. Furthermore, there were no differences in the number of days to market or any of the carcass characteristics. Therefore, the improved survival of low birth weight pigs did not compromise carcass composition or risk economic losses that may normally occur with lightweight pigs. So now that you've shared those results with us, what are some important takeaways from your study? Well, it seems there might be a substantial value in utilizing diets with increased supplemental zinc in late gestation to maximize that piglet's chance of survival and overall lifetime growth. I think that further research might be necessary, though, to evaluate different sources of supplemental zinc that can minimize fecal excretion and total barn output of fecal zinc. Thank you for sharing those important takeaways. Which leads me to my next question. Based off your results, what conclusions can be made from your study? Results from this study indicate that increasing dietary zinc concentrations for sows in late gestation decreases overall pre-weaning mortality, and improves survival of low birth weight pigs. This practice might be an effective strategy to improve small piglet survival and overall lifetime productivity. Thank you, Julia, for sharing your research on effects of supplementing transition sow diets with zinc on pre-weaning mortality and lifetime productivity of pigs under commercial rearing conditions with us today. This wraps up our podcast for today. Thank you to those listening to the University of Minnesota Swine Extension podcast. Again, my name is Sarah Sheik, and I'm a swine extension educator. And I've been talking with Julia Holen, who is sharing her research on the effects of supplementing transition sow diets with zinc on pre-weaning mortality and lifetime productivity of pigs under commercial rearing conditions, which she conducted as part of her master's work. To further connect with the University of Minnesota Swine Extension, please visit the swine-specific webpages on the University of Minnesota Extension's website at www.extension.umn.edu backslash swine. On those pages, you will find connections to our blog and Facebook page. To learn about research being done by our faculty, in veterinary medicine, please visit their Swine in Minnesota blog at www.umnswinenews.com.